Hello, 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 Brokefeed Podcast. Uh, this is Janessa back with another story time. Um, and today we are going to be talking about something a little bit more um, serious, just because I had a rather uh, fun story time last time based around the same substance. Um, but I do want to talk about my experiences with this in a negative way. So, uh, trigger warning there, uh, this, this is gonna get kinda dark, but not, like, super, super dark, cause I don't wanna go into all the details about my mental health just, just yet, but this is, um, an attributor to some of the bad things that have happened to me recently. Uh, so where do I begin? Like I said, in my previous story time, I've kind of been you know, casually drinking since I was 15, um, I haven't really, back then I didn't really drink constantly, uh, it was more of like a, oh, when my parents are drinking, I'll just taste some of their stuff, or I'll ask them to make me something, or I'll drink, like, something with very, very low alcohol percentage in it, but, um, as the years progressed, I was able to hold my liquor more, uh, still drinking it responsibly, um, cause I was with them, uh, under their supervision. Um, but, uh, after, after my first breakup, things got kind of rocky because I, uh, my, my mental health just kind of got destroyed and that's a whole snowball it became a whole snowball events because I kept all of my feelings bottled up and needed a way to cope with feeling <laughs> all the negative feelings that I had been feeling all these years uh, that I didn't know how to deal with. Um, and I didn't really have anyone to turn to in regards to those negative feelings. Um, I was just trying to cope best I can. Um, and so... One of those coping mechanisms uh, evolved into drinking. Um, so basically, it started with me chugging wine coolers to get some sort of buzz. Um, so I'd have a Kahlua and I'd just drink it as fast as I can. Um, and I'd be really guilty about it afterwards because I know that it wasn't a good thing for me to do. But um just kept doing it. <laughs> And so it started with that, and I mean, initially it didn't seem like it was too bad. Um, And then I found that we had uh, vodka, and nobody in my house aside from me drank vodka. So what I started to do was put a little bit in a glass and just take it back and maybe drink a wine cooler, depending on how ambitious I was. Um, or I'd convince my parents to make me a mixed drink and I'd just power it and just be drunk in my room. (laughs) Cause then I would feel something, um, or I wouldn't feel something. Uh, it depended on my day, but, uh, for the most part, I used it to numb what I was feeling. Um, cause it was all very negative and it made me want to do some very, very destructive things, but. Again, that is something I will talk about on a another podcast because that that's its own thing and and yeah. Um, but yeah, so it started with uh, wine coolers, 
one cooler just a little bit of vodka and then um started i i was able to ease off of it for a little bit because i was getting a little bit better started to do therapy and um i wasn't drinking as much i was drinking more so for fun um or like casually as i had done initially um excuse my dogs uh and then it evolved into me drinking uh, lots of vodka. Sorry, it's like I'm trying to piece together uh, what happened because it's it's all a blur. Um, but yeah, but um, after I started therapy and I came to kind of better place um i wasn't drinking as frequently and things looked to be getting better um and then i moved uh to a different house and um my mental health just it took a turn for the worst um and i just started drinking whenever i felt remotely negative um again it started with started with wine coolers um gosh all these distractions um <laughs> started with wine coolers again um i would just maybe power one or two of those and i think that was honestly the beginning of my senior year of high school that that really picked up um because i was under a lot of stress with my portfolio and people i had a lot of drama um and as the year went on, I just progressively got worse. Um, I would do the wine coolers. I would drink more than two wine coolers. I would drink uh, vodka again um, more than I did previously. And like my vodka quantity just progressively became more and more. And it, came, it got to the point, um, at least in the beginning of that, or in the bit of that school year when I reached the middle um that I was just getting hammered whenever I could because I just felt horrible all the time um yeah it, it was mostly wine coolers and vodka but uh or mixed drinks whatever I could get my hands on basically um which was easy for me unfortunately uh and I I don't blame my parents for it at all I I abuse their trust and they know that <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I hit maybe the halfway mark of my high school year, and I was under more stress than before, uh, I was just not in a great place, um, and it, again, it got worse, I was just drinking more and more, um, getting drunk, going to school hungover, uh, I didn't really have much of a support system at school because I didn't hang out with anyone. Um, I was just kind of, I, I'd talk to my friends in the morning. They'd be concerned. I'd see them in the afternoon sometimes, but I'd never really talked to anyone about my problems. Um, I had maybe three or four friends that knew what was going on. Um, and there wasn't anything that they could do as much as they tried. <laughs> um... But yeah, so 
halfway through, I was doing really, really bad. Um, and then I met someone and things got better because I realized that things aren't as shitty as I thought they were. Um, and my brain just kind of delved into some dumb, anxious stuff, but I was drinking less, so that was good. Um, and then as soon as we ended, which was on kind of rocky terms, to be honest, but again, since we since worked things out, which is great, and we're good friends, um, but it was, like, right after prom, um, not, like, the day after, but, like, two days after, and I... I thought that things were going in a different direction, um, but it just ended so abruptly, and I was just hurt, because <laughs> I had really high hopes, um, and the night that I found that out, I, you know, talked to my friends, whatever, they were just like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, the normal stuff that friends would say, uh, and then just, I, I felt that same feeling that I'd felt earlier in the year and I just I got blackout and I passed out probably at like five o'clock absolutely passed out like I had to stop myself from drinking more I, I drank so much um I had took a couple shots of vodka like all as one so I'd pour myself uh, maybe the bottom portion of a glass and just take it back um and then I'd chug wine coolers and I think that's what I, I honestly can't remember. It was just, I blacked out uh, in bed. And I was really upset. And I woke up the next morning hungover. I could barely eat anything because I couldn't hold my food down. Um, and yeah, and I don't blame, I don't have any blame on anyone. It's just how I was processing things back then. Because I, I didn't know how to process negative emotions. Um... So after that, I mean, things just got worse again because I was under high stress. I I mean, I had my friends there, but I didn't feel like I had anyone physically there. Um, and I, I did some other stuff, too. Like, I, I was balancing feeling like shit with trying to rebound and um, feel something briefly. So... I'd go hang out with, I think the weekend after all of this went down, I got drunk with one of my friends and we hung out at her house and, you know, it was fine. Um, and then the next day I went to my other friend's house for her birthday and we got stoned and that was a great time. And then I'd go home and I'd feel like shit again. Um, yeah, so that was it it was at a constant um me getting drunk whenever I felt shitty uh and I and my therapist and everyone didn't know what was going on at this time uh I was very secretive about it except for with uh the people that had been talking about it with prior um the real issues real bad issues came during that summer and the fall semester of college. So over the summer, I didn't really have very many friends that I talked to frequently. It was just people that were available when they were available. And um, a lot of them went on vacation and were doing stuff. Um, and I didn't want to burden them. Uh, so I was alone a lot. Um, my mental health was horrible. I did not know 
that I had any sort of mental health diagnosis. Uh, I was not on medication. I was just feeling and not feeling. I started to disassociate horribly. I did not feel present. Um, Nothing that I did to benefit myself worked. And I just resorted to hard liquor, basically. Um, Anytime I felt a shred of anxiety or sadness, I would immediately turn to 40% uh, alcohol. I would take shots. I would grab maybe two or three wine coolers, take them up to the bathroom, and drink all of them. Uh, And I'd basically have to stop myself from drinking anymore uh, by locking myself in the bathroom. Um, And I did this a couple of times throughout the course of that summer, sometimes back to back, sometimes every night, uh, sometimes before I went to go see friends. And I kept denying that I had a problem. I kept saying, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't deal with my problems constantly like this. Like, I'm fine. Like, might be waking up hungover every morning, but I'm fine. Um, And I had one friend that really confronted me. No, I had two friends that really confronted me about the issue. Um, One had, or a lot of my friends have uh, some family problems with alcohol and whatnot, but my friend definitely talked some sense into me um, and helped me realize that I had a problem. Um, And we had a good cry about it, honestly, like at a birthday party because he didn't want me to die. He didn't want me to succumb to substance abuse. Um, And this other friend, she's, she honestly, without her and him, I would not be here um, because of the stuff that I did over that last summer. Uh, summer of 2018, I should specify. Um, but yeah, she would call me whenever I showed any sign of being inebriated or in pain um, and just make sure that I'm not doing anything stupid, uh, that I'm not going to hurt myself so bad that <laughs> I die or something. Um, but... I I felt horrible because this happened a couple of times over the summer. Um, And it was ultimately uh, both of them that talked sense into me and were able to get me to come to terms that, you know, I am an alcoholic and (laughs) I do have a problem. Um, And I tried to get sober for about a month. Um, I was only really social drinking initially, and that didn't really do anything. It still enabled me to drink, because if I was social drinking, I was social drinking at home, and it was easy for me to just overdo it. Um, and the first time that I had the opportunity to social drink, but was trying to get sober, was a horrible, horrible first instance. I was trying so, so, so hard. It was the same party that my friend and I had a good cry at, uh walked inside from that good cry actually saw someone I didn't really want to see who decided to bring a hydro flask of vodka for whatever freaking reason they thought that was reasonable they weren't even invited to this party might I add um and I just I wanted to drink so bad because I was like there's no way I can deal with this there's absolutely no way that I can deal with this right now Um, but thankfully my friend kept me from 
succumbing to that. She'd take me outside. She'd uh, just get me away. Um, and I did end up just sitting outside for a couple hours, just hanging out, doing my thing. And uh, everything was fine. Um, and I came home and I did okay for a while. And then that friend went off to college. School started up again. And I hit a new level of low because prior it was just severe disassociation I felt like shit every now and again and I just wanted to make it stop um and then that went next level and I knew I had some pretty serious problems because it became an occurrence that was like every time someone got remotely upset with me or I got rem- like honestly remotely anxious like I could just barely be getting anxious and I'm like cool guess I got a drink um sad somebody was angry with me somebody rose their voice at me I had a shitty day at school I'm stressed everything that was a negative uh feeling immediately meant that I needed alcohol in my system and uh lots of times that semester I would show up at school so hungover I couldn't pay attention I would fall like start falling asleep and stuff um I did have to drop the class not because of that um it was mostly because I'm just not good at math and that was a higher level math class but it really really didn't help that I was rolling up at tests and lectures um unable to focus because I just felt so empty and so horrible and honestly, in so much pain, um, that I couldn't do anything about it. Um, yeah, (laughs) it was, it was really, really bad. Um, and I still did not say anything to my therapist or my mom, um, because I didn't want them to, uh, commit me to a psych ward. Um, because that was a, a a mention that my therapist had for me um, over the summer because I was showing signs of uh, having some serious problems. She's like, if you're going down this rabbit hole, like, we're going to need to commit you. Um, And I was like, no, 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 I'll fix it. Um, But yeah, uh, it it got so bad. Uh, Just before I really started making friends and was talking to people again, um, I talked to the counselor at school at my my college and I was like hey I want to know if there's any way that I can get you to get me a recommendation for medication and he asked me if I had a therapist I said yes uh and he basically told me to spill the tea and I did and he's like wow okay (laughs) um Yeah, so I think you should tell your therapist that because you do seem like you have some symptoms of some other issues. Um, And, you know, the basic rundown and whatever. Uh, And I did tell my therapist. It took a lot, a lot of uh, courage myself to do that. And it was so, so, so hard. Um, And I had to talk to my parents about it too with my therapist there. And, I mean... We came to good conclusions. I will uh, get more in depth on that um, when I'm talking about the the other serious story time I really have planned. 
Um, but I got put on antidepressants and I can't have alcohol with said antidepressants. So that basically meant um, I, I couldn't have any alcohol and that was perfect. Uh, it was really hard for me to quit cold turkey. I still wanted to drink every single time. I smelt it, saw it, felt shitty. I was like, fuck, I just want to crack open, uh, you know, like a seltzer or a, a mics or something and just chug it because that's what I need. Um, that's, that's my poison. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I didn't for months and months I I didn't and that I was really proud of myself for that and I finally finally got to a space where I can cut myself off and tell myself no you don't need to do this um and I can comfortably drink around people and I can comfortably be around alcohol when I'm feeling shitty and not want to drink and I honestly feel like that's out of any part of my journey in mental health so far that's the biggest part like that's the biggest thing for me um I it's been a year like since I was uh since that last summer when my friends were calling me and like worried about if they were gonna see me the next day um and you know I'm here (laughs) I'm here and I don't feel the same way I felt last year which is absolutely amazing um So there definitely is ways to get help and there is ways to recover. I mean, I'm not saying this is the end of it for me. I'm, but I, I'm good for now and I'm able to know that I have a problem and I was able to accept that and nip it in the butt as soon as I could. Cause if I had just let this keep going, I honestly don't know where I would be in the next 10 years. If even here, you know, (laughs) um, But yeah, I'm I'm really proud of myself for that. There's, while this is seemingly dark and whatever, there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel. There is time to get help and there is time to help yourself. And when you do get that help and when you are able to help yourself, you feel a lot better. Um, and you could be comfortable being around the things that once caused you so much pain, you know? <laughs> um, at least in terms of substances. I don't have experience with hard drugs. I'm hopefully not going to have experience with hard drugs, but I do know that some symptoms are similar and there's many, many forms of addiction and alcoholism is definitely one. (laughs) Um, And it can be very, very detrimental in the long run. Um, But yeah, if you are thinking about having this be a outlet, for coping, it's absolutely not. It's so hard to recover from. It took me months. And it's so, so, so hard to say no to yourself and to say no to other people when there's like so much pressure around drinking and whatever. So just don't do it. Just don't. Please. Like, if there's one thing you take away from this, it's A, you can get help, and B, don't become an alcoholic even if it's in your genetics, like, just don't do it, um, uh, yeah, but I, I do hope that this does give some insight on this issue, um, not really trying to preach or anything, but, uh, I, I did want to share my experience so that 
you guys can understand and hopefully uh, learn from my mistakes. And alcohol isn't all fun and games. There is definitely a consequence to using it in a way that's irresponsible. And, I mean, I'm just sharing my experiences. Um, but yeah, that was Broke Feed Podcast. Uh, I hope you guys, you know, learned a thing or two. Um, and I'm always here if you need to talk. Uh, my at is Creative Cartoons. Um, always here. <laughs> but yeah, uh, have a great day. And uh, yeah, bye.